with a finger popping trifecta of fun we call part three of the show you need in your life it's geekster and welcome to episode 141 part three of geeksters i'm your host ed <laughs> no i'm your host sean your host <laughs> your host and <laughs> forgot what's like i said trifecta of fun and he's like is this oh it's part three <laughs> and that crack you heard before in the beginning of the opening song that was my knuckles i was cracking my knuckles getting ready like a boxer going uh, that's right i'm gonna talk with no microphone uh, uh, i put in a fool who can't hear me uh. <laughs> you need a real man a real man <laughs> Talk right in that e-hole. Yeah. <laughs> I pity the fool don't listen to geeks. Anyway. So, yes, as I said in the end of part two, and here we talk nerd news. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk some Star Wars. We talk some Star Trek. We talk some casting. Uh, we talk a little bit of uh, other things. <laughs> the things. Other things. <laughs> other things. Um, you bring an article? I bring an article. It is basically in regards to the recent news of... The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, being cast in a reboot of Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. As I want to say, I'm sure this has probably made the rounds, but if not, it's definitely going to be a chuckle. <laughs> At least I laughed. Yeah. You know, it is definitely the epitome of how, how it's, it's, it's a good um, mirror of how some people react on certain things and how people usually react. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very, 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 very polarizing kind of viewpoint which to me was hysterical right so especially we have a celebrity involved that's that's yes. what i thought was really interesting the fact is that based off of his reaction this guy just couldn't stop yes uh, <laughs> it's great so yeah so sit back relax enjoy the laughs and we'll see you at the end you're listening to geeks live on aquanetradio.com itunes radio Tune in and iHeartRadio.com. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. So we are back, and it is time for everyone's favorite part of the show the <laughs> thing we call Nerd News. Nerd News. All right, Ed. So, what are you bringing us this week? GameStop buys Think. Geek from under hop topic in the last. Wow, minute. could you like yo know, like? We try that again in English. Let, let, let me let me <laughs> hold on, because that was like me just GameStop buy this that other thing. GameStop buys Think Geek from under hop topic by the last minute. Ooh. So dun, basically, dun, dun. Hot Topic was getting ready to buy Think Geek and. GameStop went, nope, it's yeah, ours. Sorry, swoop. Wow, swoop, swooped in and sucked it out. Right. Um, okay. So GeekNet is the you know the parent company of ThinkGeek. Right now, for those people who don't know, ThinkGeek is that, that company that does like little tchotchkes. Yeah. Like they're mm-hmm. the ones like, hey. All the fandom stuff. Yeah, like you can get, like I have, I think the art, um, not the art, the Han, the Han Frozen and Carbonite ice cube tray. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I can make Han Solo and frozen and carbonite ice cubes. <laughs> yes, you can. So they also do like the bat symbol, and also the, I think there was like an R two D two one. Yeah. But come on, if you're gonna buy if you're gonna buy any ice cube set, it's gonna be the Han frozen and, and you know carbonate, and it's made of a soft gel. So people have made like um, chocolates, like they mm-hmm. melt the chocolate in it. It's a 
and it looks good and yeah. obviously tasty. But okay, so so they bought the Chachki store, right? Uh, makes sense. All Geek, right. Whereas Geeknet has the option of who they want to sell to, basically, like like okay, who's so, going to buy us, you know, kind right. of thing. And Hop Topic was was going to do it, but they didn't really like the basically the 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 contract that they were going to sell it to. So, uh, of course, GameStop came in and, and offered a, b- a better uh, deal that was more favorable to their, to, that, to, their to what they wanted. So, uh, of course, though, GeekNet had to pay Hot Topic a termination fee through this whole process. And GameStop wanted them so much that they're going to actually pay the termination fee for ThinkGeek. Wow. Yeah, so it's going to be one of the <clears> things. <throat> okay, I can having a little bit of inside information yeah. on this one. Not necessarily the, the purchase, but why. I have noticed, though, that GameStop has gotten more tchotchkes. Mm-hmm. Um, the, a lot of the pop, the pop vinyl figures, we sell a lot of those. A lot of them are GameStop exclusives. Right. Um, like uh, Gentleman Claptrap, they did um, for the Star Wars lines. Um, Han Solo and Hoth outfit. Chewie with uh, snow on them. With, you know, Hoth Chewie with snow on them. Right. Um, a, like a, um, an R2 unit that's only in the movies. Like it's an like orange or blue one. It's like... Something, 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 yeah. something, 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 you know? <laughs> something, 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 something. Um, and they also have, like, I know in certain stores, they're selling um, statues now. Mm-hmm. Like, at the store that I frequent, they have a Superman and um, Arrow statue. Okay. Um, but in another store, they have, like, I hear the, I hear that if you want to see a nice collection, go to the Oxford Valley Mall one, because they have a nice setup of statues, and that's locally. Of course, if you want to see the glorious one, you have to go to the home office in Texas where they have all the shit. Right. But yeah, I can see it because they want to. If anybody doesn't know this yet or not, GameStop makes most of its money off of the pre owned market. Right. So they need to find other ways to generate income. Exactly. So obviously, you know, selling, if you can walk in and buy a little, you know, pop vinyl figure of Harley Quinn for Mm -hmm. 10 bucks or 12 bucks, you know, you're more inclined to buy it there than then go to your hot topic because. Ironically enough, a couple of my Harley Quinns are Hot Topic exclusives. Yeah. Like not exclusives, but um, pre-releases. Like when I got the um, Harley Quinn New 52 mm-hmm. a few weeks, a few couple months ago, it was released to Hot Topic first. Yeah. Now all other stores are getting that version of Harley. So I kind of had, like, you could still get it. Mm-hmm. It's just one of the things like, I got it first. Nah, nee, 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 nee. Yeah, like I got, I got the, uh, the Baby Groot bobblehead. <clears throat> right, I got the you Baby know, Groot. That was, uh, yeah. that was uh, I think, a Hot Topic exclusive. And, yeah, and the exclusive part was was with that the, the, the flower pot was green, and it said, I am Groot on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, of course, my girl took that home with her to Texas when she left. She's like, I want that. I was like, all right, one. I, I didn't really want it to start off with. You know. Did, did you have anything left in your room, whether she's left? Yeah, I had some clothes. <laughs> <laughs> she took some she didn't ironically enough didn't take shirts because I already we went through <laughs> okay, sidebar. Um we Skype every once in a while and I was I, I was gonna give trash some shirts or give away to charity or yeah. not charity, but just give away. Yeah. But before I did that, I was like, you know, I'm obviously bigger than her, she's but she's lost like a lot of weight. Yeah. So I was like, well, you want to go through my shirts? You know, uh, and I was showing her a shirt, like, which one do you want or not? She's like, I want that one. You know, so like, I, I sent her, like, it was a 16-pound box of my T-shirts wow. that she's using. Right now, she only has, like, one favorite one because, it's, you know, it smells like me. Aww. But, you know, it's all so cute and adorable. Sweat and shame. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> not so much in the shame part, but definitely on the sweat. sweat. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... The shame was the sweat. So, yeah, but, but she, one of the things she took was my bobblehead group that I got at Hot Topic. So I wonder if that means Hot Topic isn't going to get as much on the way of mm. the, the pop vinyl figures or 
Because now, because if GameStop's going to be, what does the article say? Like, well, basically, they, that the acquisition of course is going to be a better stake for for shareholders uh, for their company. You know, it's a big thing. They said they're offering more merchandise. There's more merchandise space that they're going to get for this, so that gives them that more opportunity to sell again in other markets that they've never yeah. had before. So those those kind of things are becoming more mainstream for them. That yeah, they're going because, to become a bigger yeah, entity. Because the problem is, is that when you're dealing with um, a market as that has such a, a liquid a liquid market as video games, mm-hmm. there's still people out there who want the physical copy of discs, but there are a, a lot of number out there who like digital downloads. Right. So if you did digitally download a game, there's no chance for you to. The good pros and cons of it is that digitally da- digital download saves physical space. Right. It does eat up your hard drive. But in the end, if you get tired of playing a game, there's no way to make uh, no way to make money. Like the one thing GameStop's good at is recycling the, the circle of life. Ed, yeah, you buy a game, you play a game, you're done with that game, you bring it in, you trade it in, and put that money towards a new game. So you can continue that cycle forever. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten a game for free, pretty much by trading in games I haven't played before. Right. You know, especially if you take advantage of certain you know. Um, discounts or certain specials like I told to try talking to you into this past week it was you know all your games get an extra 50% in credit so like if you have like 10 15 games that you think are only worth 5 bucks they're not worth like 7 but if right. enough of them can be put towards something else right so i mean but but once that market kind of dries up because the problem is in the gaming industry not all games are hits right. like the witcher 3 is a great game um, but there's about 200 hours plus of gameplay in that. So, I mean, if you're playing 10 hours a day, that's going to be like a month. Three weeks, yeah. You know, so, so you could probably still get it in and get a decent return on your investment mm-hmm. initially. But some people bought like the, the expansion pack that's mm-hmm. going to come with it. That probably won't be released until like the middle of this year, like the end of this year. Right. So, but if that's the only game you bought this year, that's the only game you could trade in. So if you're tight on cash, you kind of go, well, I'm not going to buy this game. Because I have no money, we'll trade something in. Well, I just traded ten games. My my these ten games to get this one game. Right. It's kind of it's I it's a circle that I don't really quite get sometimes. Mm-hmm. Especially when people go, well, there's no there's no good games out because no one's making good games, or you're not willing to make that. Ch- like it's hard to find a blockbuster game if you haven't already been in the blockbuster business. Like everyone's going to buy a Rockstar game, especially if it has Grand Theft Auto attached to it. Right. People are going to buy Lego games because they're a solid game. People are going to buy that Star Wars Battlefront because it's Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. Like now I noticed that the like E3 is coming up soon, I think in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably have, a, you know, a, a, what do you call it? A E3 special, yeah. special kind yeah. of thing going on one show to talk about. But I already know that they, they've already released the trailer for Fallout 4. They've released a trailer for well, it kind of got leaked, so I think they said fuck it. Um, the the Drake, um, the Uncharted series, yeah, all four games in like a set. So they're trying to like, I, you know, they're, they're, and I can't tell you how many times they're 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 like doing a lot of reissues for the newer the the current gen systems, which is kind of pissing people off because it's like they're they're you're gonna I'm gonna I, I gotta be honest, within the next two maybe three years, I don't think they're gonna make a PS3 or Xbox 360 games anymore. No, I don't. I don't think so either. I mean, yeah. that's 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 always the that's always the situation. I mean, they're they're going to get to a point where 
Sony's, Sony and X, uh, Microsoft's going to sit down and go, we can't keep up with the demand of the new well, game stuff uh, or have people develop new things if we're reissuing old games. There's also another problem, too, is that a Mortal Kombat 10 came out. You know, it came, it's supposed to come out across the board for all the systems. Then it came out for the PS4 and the Xbox One, but then it got the PS3 and the Xbox 360 versions got pushed back until beginning of this month. Well, then just before the beginning of this month, they said, hey, guess what? We're postponing it again. And they don't know when the release date is. So now all those people who pre-ordered Mortal Kombat 10 are going in, well, fuck, now I want my money back. And it's like, well, there's other things. No, because it's hard to kind of tell you to shift that money to something else because there's not much coming out for the PS3 or the Xbox 360 except your Madden or your, you know, there's not a lot um, like Madden, the Jurassic Park, Lego Jurassic Park. But other than that, there's not much of a more more games are kind of going, more companies are going towards the new platform yeah. because it offers more. Because I think what they did wrong with, with the Mortal Kombat X, and this is my personal opinion, is they built it for the Xbox One and the PS4, and then they tried downgrading the graphics mm. for the 360 and the PS3, and I think they're having a hard time. If they would have made it cross-platform to start off with, yeah. like downgrade all the video and then work on the upgrade from PS3 to PS4, I think that they the release date for all of it would have been met. Mm. I think they're try- they were trying to go backwards. Right, it didn't work. It didn't work. Right. But, yeah. All right, so they're going to be buying... It's basically, we're going to buy this store so we have a, a direct market to get more shit in exactly. so we can sell more shit. Exactly. All right. I mean, I do like... Some of the Think Geek stuff is really... Really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm. So now, if you're, you know, if you're at a GameStop near you, <coughs> more opportunity to see this thing. Yeah. Go stuff. Think Geek um, uh, merchandise and check it out. It's pretty, oh, yeah. pretty cool. I'm now kind of curious. Like, are they going to be selling that stuff in store? Is it going to be web in store stuff? Like, that'd be kind of interesting. That would be nice because yeah. I, I mean, there's been a lot of Think Geek stuff that I've wanted. That yeah. I it's it's that I want it right now. And right. The, what stops me is. Well, I'm going to have to order it and then pay for shipping and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, eh, I'll look for it in the store and then I never get but around let's to say, it. Let's say um, you walk into a GameStop mm-hmm. and they don't have what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But they say, hey, we can order and we can have it shipped to the store for free. I would consider doing that because I've done that. Like Victoria's Secrets will do right. that. Um, there's a couple of stores I shop at that, you know, if they don't have it in store, they'll order it online and either ship it to your house for free or right. ship it to the store so, yeah, for free. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how that kind of that like I, I would consider that. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, OK, so yay for GameStop. Oh, well, top topic. Maybe if you weren't too busy trying to make sure Joker looks like one of your employees. <laughs> <laughs> waka waka. Harley Quinn on frequent hot topic. Ah, oh, Mr. Hot Topic. Anyway, so go ahead. Uh, well, that makes news. Nerd News 2 is uh, next because it was already talked about. What? Uh, the Olivia Wilde has a perfect response to canceled. So we're going to Star Wars. Star Wars Return of the Jedi speeder bikes are close to becoming a reality. Sure, why not? Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah. of course, we have, you know, the communicators and the right, yeah, you know, sure. virtual reality for holodecks. So why not Star Trek into the mix? So, yes, uh, a fluke bike, a flike, I'm sorry, flike, F L I K E. Watch your mouth. <laughs> I'm talking about flike. Uh, is is uh, reality. There is a video I'm going to post right now online Ooh. that you can see the bike actually being worked. Now, there's of course, it's very minimal because of the battery life. You only get about 15 to 20 minutes of, <laughs> of flight on this thing. So it's something grandma could ride to the, to the supermarket and back. Right. 
<laughs> I'm a little, I'm a little rascal, my little rascal. Again, this is uh, this is they're they're in the prototype phase of it. Yeah, and it's I, the beginning of it. They don't have too much of forward and reverse control on it, but the, it does. It's stable. It oh, can so fly it rises up, up, flies, flies up, up down. Step. So basically, for 15 minutes, you can hover and not go anywhere. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if they haven't really perfected the forward or backwards, but we can get up a good 10, you know. Five feet. Fuck. We we got it, man. <laughs> now all I got to do is work on forward propulsion and backwards propulsion. And that braking system. Don't forget to get on that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see it. Someone going, oh, my God. You know what we forgot to do? We forgot to put brakings on that. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, good for them. Yes. All right. So, speeder. Take a speeder bike. Check it out on our Facebook page, Geeks for Radio. And while you're there, go like us. If you haven't liked us already. <laughs> if right. you haven't, why the hell not? Yeah, all right. What else you got there, Ed? Uh, Star Trek. Let's move from Star Star Wars to Star Trek. We're Star- still in the universe. That's right. Star Trek Three will boldly go where nowhere Star Trek story has gone before. Um, I don't know where's that. They're talking to Uranus. The- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Actually, it's been three episodes of my anus. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What else? Where, 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 where is it going? Well, as you know, because J.J. Abrams rebooted the series. That the first two movies were kind of based loosely on past Star Wars sure. things. Simon Pegg has wants to go beyond that. He, well, wants, he wants to do an original story. He wants an original story. So that's what we're going to get in this next Star Trek uh, series. All right. Okay. Um, you know, of course, they do want to have the movie out by 2016 for the 50th anniversary because it'll be 50 years. Oh, really? 50 years? 50 years is 2016, yes. Uh, uh, Paramount does not want to exploit... The 50-year anniversary of Star Translation? <laughs> Too much. No, translation means Paramount has got and already got a original Star Wars something planned. Yeah. It's going to be like, here's the super-duper box set deluxe edition with 15 minutes of extra interview time, plus our tribute to Leonard Nimoy that you can only get when you buy this Blu-ray set but for one night, we'll put it in movie theaters when we reissue the Menagerie in, in, in glorious high-def 3D. Yes. <laughs> Whew, that was a mouthful. <laughs> Anything Paramount can suck the marrow out of that original Star Trek trilogy. Every last drop out of the teat is yes. like that. Anything that a Trekkie will go, What? It's got five minutes of a new interview with Leonard Nimoy back in 1972. It's got an extra two seconds oh. in the original trilogy of movies. That look on Kirk. Mean, mean they added in all the extra pauses that Kirk took throughout that episode? <laughs> <laughs> I need to be beamed up. <laughs> Damn it. Bones. <laughs> I'm the captain. <laughs> All right. So they're, they, they're like, oh, well, well, slow down. We don't have to have it by 2016. Right. It'd be nice, but we're not looking forward. Well, production of, of Star Trek 3 will begin in two weeks, and uh, we'll see it soon in a galaxy near you or yeah. a movie theater near you. How do you want to look at it? <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, what else? Disney World fired 250 of its workers. That's for fucking on the job. Oh. No. <laughs> Well, you know, a lot of companies are outsourcing. I'm going to guess there are a lot of inappropriate touching. <laughs> no, not even close. Damn! <laughs> I got a handy from Mickey. <laughs> 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 
Pluto gave me his Uranus. Ah! <laughs> All right. What else? I'm sorry. What? Okay. Why? Well, did... you know, you know, a lot of companies have outsourced to make yeah, cheaper. Sure, da, da, cheaper. Da. Yeah. So Disney's now partaking in this. Is thing. That's kind of. You know, I gotta be surprised. The 250 surprised people that they're firing and replacing is in the brain center of Walt Disney World. And the whole, you know, where all the rides with all the, you know, sound effects, the movements of all the characters and all the rides, that brain center is being replaced. Okay, so I mean like the super secret city that's underneath the exactly. place where they have the workers go in and they, they're the ones who push the buttons. Mm-hmm. And All right. So it started back in October of last year. Uh, they've, they've laid now, off. Is this Disneyland or Disney World? Disney World. Okay, so this is the one in Florida or the one in Los Angeles? This is the one in Florida. Okay. I always get those two mixed up. Okay. Uh, so the, it was a 90-day transitional period. The first 30 days, the Indians, because it was from India that these people came from. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and they, for the first 30 days, they actually watched what the, the brain trust was doing. Sure. The next 30 days was they were working side by side. And the last 30 days, they were actually doing the work and the employees were watching them. That's got to suck. That's, that's what I thought, that's too. That's going to be the hard part. I would have is... been like, fuck this. You fire me anyway. Adios. Yeah, I, I'd be like, I, I I'd be like, yeah, you can smoke the, here. The only way, <laughs> uh, unless Disney gave them a really nice, like, pornography's pop- allowed on Disney's, yeah. <laughs> on Disney's computer. Unless they gave them a nice securities packet when mm-hmm. they left, like a giant fucking golden parachute. Yeah, like something nice because in order to do that, I, I, I you know, it's, it's kind of tough to sit there for ninety days and be able to work with your replacement. It's like I don't know. I mean, I, I would have been more working... happy if you said that these people were like, being replaced by robots. You know, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, hello, my name is Steve. What seems to be the problem on the on the Tomorrowland? <laughs> is the wild teacup ride going too fast for you? <laughs> unplug it, unplug it. Wait thirty seconds and plug it back in. See what happens. <laughs> hello, my name is Bob. <laughs> I hold on just for a moment. I will have to speak to my supervisor. But this is this supervisor's is... fucking Mickey. Sorry. <laughs> This is more of a commonality, of course, uh, in companies across America, where even Google and um, Facebook are doing this, where they're getting these visas for these work people that they feel that these jobs are too technical for Americans, that they bring in this outsourced. Yeah, I know. You're good. I, no, no, no. I, I, I look. I got to be honest. I kind of can't argue with that. Like, I'm really? Be, yeah, because you know why? Americans are fucking morons. I'm sorry. How many how many people are going to school for technical to, to, for technical things? Like nobody, you know. I just well, the thing is, is that I know I know some teachers and I know some uh, actually right. works for techno uh, for um, uh, trade schools. A lot of uh, okay. Right? And he goes, I could throw a book and hit like three programmers. Like at this point, yeah, but it, that's a programmer. Yeah, they're not looking for programmers. They're looking for a guy to turn a knob. Yeah, and a guy who wants to turn a knob. Wants to be part of a union who wants to make 15, 20 bucks an hour. All right? Because that's America. You know? Yes, God forbid we make a living wage. Right. No, no. God forbid we actually have to act. You know, there shouldn't. If it was a living wage, if you were getting paid 15 bucks an hour or even minimum wage, 10 bucks an hour, like, that'd be different. But these guys are coming in. You're bringing people in going, these guys will work for minimum wage. How many could you work for 7.25 an hour? No. Exactly. Who the fuck can work for seven twenty five an hour? Exactly. The that's, people that's, who are are also on welfare because they can't make ends meet. Right, and that's kind of like the point is like everyone wants to have that high paying, high pay 
low work job. Mm. They want to make a lot of money and do as little work as possible. Right. So if you if if, if it's between a guy who says, "Oh well, I'll only do that job for only for twelve bucks an hour," and they're going, "Well, that job doesn't pay twelve bucks an hour. Jeff pays nine bucks an hour." Right. I'm not. I don't want it then. That's you know you're insulting me. Okay. Well, here comes a guy fresh off the boat who want who nine bucks an hour is. A million times better than where he came from. He's going to snatch that job up. Right. He's going to be like, "Yeah, hire me. I'll do. I'll do it for nine dollars. I'll even do this too for nine bucks because I'm grateful for having the job." Right. You know. So I'm like, "All right." Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like some of the some of the jobs, like like especially in Disney, like those guys have been around for years. You know, sure. working this this park for for how long? You know, I'm sure some of them have careers. Have had careers there, basically working this job, and when they hire somebody. They have a certain like skill set you have to go through. It's not like, yeah, I want to work for Disney. I want to work. For your, <laughs> I want to work in your brain yeah, trust. Yeah. It's like, yeah, come on board. You know? Oh, yeah. I want to work in your brain trust. Oh, yeah, I, I barely graduated from high school. Yeah, but I figure, oh, if I just, you just, I make a good goofy. <laughs> that's not the job you're applying for, doofus. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you're, that's, but that's the thing. Like, for a real you're, technical you're talking. Job. To, you're talking about people that have, have been working in this industry. It's not like they were just hired like two weeks ago, well, and then Disney's goes, "You know what? We can find well, it cheaper." Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah, I don't think the article actually says anything about it. But what if those 250 people that they let go were in retirement age? I mean, I okay, I, I could go with that almost, almost. You know? I mean, because the way you're the way your town is, these people who've been kind of here on the ground floor, if they've been working for the company for twenty years, then maybe they are getting close to that age range where you know Disney kind of yeah, goes. But the thing is, here's a gold watch, and you're not retired. <laughs> you know, it's not retirement. It's it's basically these work visas. It's, it basically comes down to the work visas are cheaper sure. to come in for the. Well, so if you're paying somebody twenty dollars an hour to work in the Brain Trust, and I can get you for nine dollars an hour, you know, for a I, work I agree, visa but... from India. That I'm going to save myself eleven bucks an hour. Well, sure, but you know it could be like I said, we don't know exactly the age range of these people being fired. Right, but I don't think two hundred fifty of them are in retirement age, and they're all elite. You yeah, know. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. But if you got that guy, you know, Joe American, who's been working at Disney for twenty years, and he's now let's say fifty five, sixty, you know, maybe Disney is kind of doing. You know what? We're going to train your placement because it's time to retire. Like right. I, I don't know. Like. We don't know the age. When people say, oh, well, 250 people are getting repli- replaced for um, another for outsiders who are getting paid cheaper. Everyone wants to go, oh, that's a fucking outrage. But they never know the story that those 250 people could be retirement. Disney's been around for ages. Right. You know, they could be close to retirement. Yeah, they but this be. is all one department. I, I understand. But, yeah. You know, it's not so, these guys like, you know, I. 250 people in that one department, it's the brain trust. It's everybody who works underneath the yeah. underneath the thing. They're the guys who kind of, they're the guys who work on the robots. Like if, if Abraham Lincoln starts twitching, yeah. there's a guy who walks out there and turns a couple screws yeah, yeah. and sends it back or does a little, you know, um, he hooks, plugs a little cable up his ass, you know, <laughs> does little diagnostics, make sure the animatronics, make sure his fluids are good, you know, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, calls it a day. Yeah, hey Steve. Hey Sam. You know, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> I, I'm like, you know, it's it's the it's the it's un, it's an unfortunate side effect of the world we live in. Right. If you're if you could find somebody to do the same job for cheaper, you do it because it saves you money. It makes you more money. The rich get richer, the poor get poorer. It's the, exactly. It's it's the and you have somebody coming overseas that's willing to do the job cheaper. 
maybe you should lower your standards a little bit. And but it's it's a it's a double edged sword because, like Erica said, there's people who can't survive on that minimum wage, mm-hmm. which is the reason why more and more states are bumping up that minimum wage to fifteen bucks an hour. But it's not like um, what was the last state that said that they were going to do it? Um, they were bumping up. It was like Washington or something. Right. They were they were fifteen dollars minimum wage. Yeah, not tomorrow. In like three to five years from now. Yeah. So for yeah, three to five, increments. it's going to be slow increments. I just, you know, some people should just be happy with, they, they don't, they stop doing, um, a lot of companies stop doing, um, what do you call it, um, cost of living expense raises. Mm-hmm. Like every year, cost of living goes up, your pay should go up at least a little bit. Right. But there's a lot of companies who, who cancel that out too. Well, I remember a few months ago, I saw Craig LeGlance posted <clears> something that goes, the new cost of living increase is keeping your job this yeah. year. Yeah. You know, like that's I the, mean, that's it. Like, and that's, it is. It's yeah. true because it's like it's just getting tougher and tougher for companies out there to survive, like especially the smaller businesses. Everybody, everybody is so um, disillusioned the fact that like we have television shows where if you can sing – you got a chance. Everyone wants that overnight success. Yeah, like yeah. everyone thinks that I'm I'm owed instant recognizability, instant fame, instant fortune. And a lot of people who seem to have that will go. It took me ten years to get here. Right. Like I didn't do it overnight. I just got lucky. You right. have to be at the right place at the right time. More luck's involved than than skill at most times. But even then, like once you, because I've in my company, I have <clears throat> put in te- literally ten years. It's right. ten years next month. You know, and I've been in the industry that I work in since I was 17. So 15 years that I've been working in this industry, it's taken me a long time to get to where I am now, where I have this nice little niche and I kind of control what I do. Sure. But along with that now comes the fear of, you know, somebody younger and cheaper. Yeah. And I'm going to get booted. And then, you know, it's there is that fear of, you know, I I can live and support me and support the people who depend on me on my salary. If I had to leave, if I can't find a job at least making what I am now, maybe plus or minus 5,000, I'm going to be in the hole. Right. You know, and it's, it's a terrifying feeling Mm -hmm. like, you know, knowing that, yeah, I've worked my ass off to get to where I am and I'm, you know, I'm working on my masters and everything only to be replaced by somebody younger and cheaper than me. And I'm like, 15 years experience means nothing anymore. Uh, it, it doesn't. No. I know that from my, I worked, a, I worked at a job for 10 years and it was get rid of me and keep three other people who, cause they were getting paid less than I was. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that 10 years of experience doesn't mean anything to you. Like, All right, whatever. You know, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm always, I've always been like, Oh, I'll say LV. I mean, it's going to happen. It happens to everybody sooner or later. No, yeah. unless you are born with that, that lucky streak of yeah. always being able to, to find the right job, to find the job that you love. Like, let's face it, the only way you're ever going to be happy at your job is if you are the boss of you. Yeah. The moment you have to take orders from somebody else, your job sucks, regardless. So, the, I mean, so it's one of those things where it's just like you're a slave to that system. Yeah. All right. Let's move on from that down. Yeah, let's try to get some happy shit, Ed. Uh, let's do their news. 250 people, 250 people are going to be jobless. They're going to be panhandling in fucking Epcot. Can you spare a Cheeto? <laughs> well, this one I was going to bring, but we've already got already got debunked. Daredevil eyeing Jason Staten for a, very, a villainous role. Villainous role. Yes. So he was going to be bullseye. Okay, this is one of those those I don't get kind of things, right? Because he was rumored that they were trying to they were trying to court him for 
Bullseye for season two of Daredevil. Yeah. Now, he has gone on record many times to say he hates superhero movies. He hates them. He finds them lazy. I think one of the quotes was, my grandmother could do a, a superhero movie because he felt like it was all computer animated and stuntmen. Right. He's old school. He loves the guys that you, you can... If someone's going to throw a punch, it better be that actor throwing the punch, not some computer-generated thing. Yeah. Now, I can, I can respect that opinion, mm-hmm. but then you kind of go, well, then why are you even being, why are you even being talked to about Daredevil then? You're going to be in the... And the argument could say because Daredevil isn't your typical superhero show right? because there's no real visual effects. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's practical. Daredevil doesn't have any real superhuman. I mean, he's got superhuman abilities as far as his his other senses. Right. But for the most part, if he gets punched, he bleeds. There's no armor. There's no webbing. There's he's a, just a man with heightened senses. So if you're going to have him be in any kind of a superhero movie or show, that would be the one because it's more grounded. I got to be honest. I don't know if I could buy him as Bullseye though. Really? Okay. I, yeah. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't know. Like, I mean, okay, when Colin Farrell did it, mm. you know, it, people say well, he was over the top and he had the whole bullseye scarred on his forehead. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? That was fine. It was they were doing something different. Yeah, I, I just don't know if I don't know. I just don't know. Like something in my head is going. Does Jason Statham need Daredevil? No. Like, and that's kind of. And then apparently, what happened is through the course of these news articles popping out. He backs out. Yeah. Because it got leaked. Yeah. And it's like, this is why we don't have nice things. <laughs> like, way to go, Internet. You know, like, I would be interested to see Jason Statham, see what they do with it. Because the show is so good. Yeah. And it might be a great role for him. I don't think he's necessarily the best of actors. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, the caliber of. Movies he in. I mean, I'm not saying he's the greatest actor of all time. Or every movie he's ever done is Transporter. Right. I mean, like a, a version of Transporter. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And then, and that's the thing. Like, he he's one of those actors I think would be shadowing over everybody else though because he was in movies it's, versus it's, everybody who else <clears throat> who's done like television. Kind of like how I said about the Suicide Squad. At what point does it stop becoming the Suicide Squad and start becoming a Will Smith, Smith movie? movie yeah. right? Like at what point does Daredevil stop being Daredevil and be a Jason Statham is Bullseye right, right. show? Uh, I mean, so it, I think I kind of feel like as good as he could be for the role for the stunt work and the fight choreography, yeah. But as far as star power, maybe they need to go a little lower. Like, yeah. like maybe they need to shoot for maybe some some more established actors to be able to do a wider range of roles. Right. You know, because they're going to ha- try it. I mean, if they do half a good a job on Bullseye as they did with Wilson Fisk, they're going to have another successful season. Yeah. Because I think that what's Vincent Afrio, his kingpin is got to be the best villain on television today. Mm-hmm. You know, as he's just phenomenal. He knocks it out of the park. Yeah. Because he's human. You know, you kind right, of... They gave him a human element, so yeah. You feel for him and you also sometimes root for him. Yeah. You know, so you're like, all right, you know, that's why I, I don't know if they could do that with Bullseye. Yeah. Or with at least Jason Statham as Bullseye. So apparently he walked away from the talks because because someone squealed. Hey, yo, because in my world, snitches get stitches. <laughs> no one talks about me behind my back and then posts it on the internet. <laughs> Those superhero movies are shit. Anyway, all right. Fantastic Beasts <clears throat> and Where to Find the uh, Whatever. They officially cast Eddie Raidmore for 
the uh, lead in uh, uh, Fantastic Beasts. What's Fantastic Beasts? It is the spinoff for oh, Harry Potter. Okay, that's right. He is, of course, you know, if you don't know who Eddie Raymore is, he is the Academy Award winning from the uh, Theory of Everything. And oh, okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. He's the kid who played... Uh, um, Stephen Hawking. Thank you. And he's going to play Newt Scamander. He's the guy who writes the book right. that um, Hagrid uses to teach his class. Exactly. That's the book that has the teeth on it. Yeah. So you're basically seeing a movie of, of the guy who created that book. Yes. Okay. I, I, you know what? Fine. Sure. Why not? I mean, it'd be... I'm okay with it. It'd be different if they said, oh, and our new Harry Potter is this guy. Yeah. Like, if they said we're rebooting Harry Potter, I might be a little pissed. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know what? You have eight solid movies there. Let that breathe for a good another 10 years. Don't fuck with success. Yeah. Like, it, but, uh, you know, Warner Brothers needs that. That They need it. They need a franchise. Excuse me. They need some sort of a franchise. So. Yeah. All right. But I do think J.K. Rollins has written the book. Mm-hmm. Of his story. Yeah. So it's kind of like, all right, she's... Making more money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, would you see it? Not not if it was on my own. If I was like, just like the Fantastic Beasts coming out, I'd be like, I, you know what? I've seen the Harry Potter. I really don't need to see how the book was made. And of course, I'm probably not going to... Like, somebody's going to go, I want to see it. Let's go. And I'll be like, all right. Okay. So uh, you'd be like, kind of going, no, everyone else is seeing it. I'm going to go see it. You're yeah. not going, oh, I want to see that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because it's a character that's never been in the books. Right. You know, it's basically um, everyone liked that book because I could think now because it was in the third movie. Mm. It had all the fur and it was like, ar, 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 the mouth. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, everyone's like, oh, that book is so cute. I wonder how that got made. Well, now you're going to have to find out. Right. Like, this guy basically is the Willy Wonka of bookmaking. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, think this, I think this is what's going to pretty much not destroy, but hurt the fairy, Harry Potter franchise. Uh, you know what, there I, you go. I really didn't need to see that. Oh, well, you know what? I think it's going to be one of those movies where it's going to be like, if you're a Harry Potter fan, you're going to go see. Yeah. But you're not necessarily going to be like, oh, you know what? I don't I hated that movie, but it's okay. I still have Harry Potter's. Right. It'd be different as if, if like they try to introduce Harry Potter again. Or if... do you think? Do you think though that it'll be one of those movies that even if you haven't seen the Harry Potter films or you're not familiar with it, that you could go in and understand what's happening? I, I think so. I think so. Because like I said, it wasn't mentioned in any of the books. Mm. Like there, this character is an, a freshly created character specifically for this book and for this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's not like if you didn't even know this movie didn't even exist, mm-hmm. you could still appreciate the Harry Potter movies. Gotcha. If you saw this movie and never saw a Harry Potter movie or book, you might be a little... If, if, if they treat it as its own thing... Mm-hmm. It might has it might have a chance, but if they start off the movie and it's Harry Potter, you know, like if it's it's if it's Daniel Radcliffe and the girl who played Penny, uh, Penny is it Penny, his girlfriend, his wife at the end of the movies. Spoiler, <laughs> um, oh, Weasley. Girl. Yeah, I, I think, think it's Penny. I thought it was Emma, but I Emma, whatever. No, 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 no. Emma Watson is the, yeah. the actress who played Hermione. All right. What I'm saying is, if he's sitting around a fireplace talking to his kids, reading this book. You know, like, Dad, I just got this book. And he starts saying, oh, you know what? I heard a story about how this book was made. Would you like to hear it? And then all of a sudden it goes, and he's telling the story of this story. I might be kind of going, you got to be kidding me. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't put the Harry Potter cast in this movie just to get people to go see it. Right. Because it's supposed to not be non-existent. This is the book that's supposed to be created before Harry Potter was even born. Right. 
So there should be no interaction. Right, no connection. No really. connection at all, unless, right. unless Dumbledore helped them out with something. Yeah. But if Dumbledore pops up in this movie, even I would be kind of like, come on, that's fucking thin. Yeah. You know, like, eh. All of a sudden, here's my best friend Voldemort. Tom R- <laughs> here's my best friend Tom Riddle to help yeah. me. Like, you're fine. Like, somehow this is the valley, like a thinly valved Voldemort origin story. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 and you're going come on that's like telling me Anakin Skywalker made 3PO <laughs> alright what else you got well you're a big Netflix uh, viewer oh uh, yes that I am where is this going Netflix is testing showing commercials before and after oh the fuck you <laughs> I'm paying 10 bucks a month for no commercials, you fuckers. I'm outraged. I, you should be outraged. You know what? How mad you are about Tron 3 is how mad I am about this fucking article. Please, in, spark my fire, Ed. <laughs> what the fuck is going on with this one? Right now, the ads are being tested in limited markets. And I bet they're so happy about that fact. Uh, oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> The companies yet had made a final decision whether or not commercials would be permanent in the viewing of the of each video um, that you watch. I'm going to say, fuck you, Netflix, no. <laughs> but of course, though, with the ongoing of Orange is the New Black and Daredevil, <clears throat> that they feel that, you know, since it's like their viewerships are growing and growing in numbers for the TV shows, that they can actually put like a McDonald's commercial in there. Oh, or- fuck you. Whoever, whoever is coming up with this idea should be fucking fired. Not only fired, they should be replaced by somebody who they outsourced to pay him cheaper. And then <laughs> use that guy to crucify him on a big... See that T that's in Netflix? Yeah. You, you nail one of those guys to that T and another one to that fucking X at the end. The, this is the only way I would have... I would like because i i don't have a netflix subscription yet but this is the way i would be okay with it if they offered tiered pricing so like say <coughs> five bucks a month you get the, all the programming but you have to watch the ads for seven bucks you get you know uh, maybe ads before you know shows just, but can, not movies can i sweeten that deal a little bit yeah make netflix free there you go yeah. make netflix free with the commercials like, do do like hulu does you have Netflix, it's free, you get to watch all that, but... You get... But, Hulu, you only get limited programming, though. Right. But you, with, but you don't get Daredevil. You don't oh, get... Oh, you get, you get the shit you that nobody get, else you wants You get, oh, look, well, here's the whole season of Cheers. You can watch the whole season. Yeah. Any show that's within, that's not... Any original Netflix programming... You have to go for the next level. You have level. to go for the next level, which is the $10 a month to do streaming only. Mm-hmm. Then there's the $15 where you get the DVDs and stuff like that. But I mean, and then with the free, but ten bucks a month, that's I don't a want lot. fucking ad. ads. Exactly. Like, make it go back to the seven dollar one or the eight dollar, whatever it uh, was. Yeah, one time makes nine. And bucks. then say, okay, like, at, at the nine. lower amount, you got to watch ads. See, that's that's at that's ten mine. bucks. That's mine. Not mine. Mine's nine dollars. It's just for <laughs> streaming only. But the thing is, is Hulu Plus is already sticking commercials in the in the middle of the show. <gasps> so Hulu Plus is Hulu already because yes. I know they do that. I, I watch regular Hulu because it has – I don't need Hulu Plus for Project right. Runway. And that's what I mostly watch right. on Hulu. Um, but, yeah, they do – and they, they offer you, like they say, pick your ad experience. And you can pick from either three yes. of the same one or three different ones. I usually just it's fucking ignore what, it's, it. And, it's basically what commercial do you mind not watching over and over and over and over <laughs> yeah. again? 
and you go, well, okay. Netflix, but I say Netflix feels that you need to either go to the bathroom or maybe, maybe go to the kitchen. And get a There's snack. a fucking pause button. <laughs> That's but they feel that if you have the commercials that you could do that, you could run to the bathroom or. No, obviously, whoever's whoever's coming up with this this business plan no. does not know Netflix's main thing. You fucking binge watch everything. You wear a diaper so you don't have to move. I sat and watched a good five hours straight of Daredevil. Yes. Okay, without going mm-hmm. to the bathroom. I paused between episodes to have a cigarette or take a shit. You pause that's or what, masturbate. That's, no. No, because you know what? That's what I do because, because the commercial breaks on Hulu are not long enough right. for me to run and, no, nah, I don't like, touch, but why, like to use the bathroom or to run and grab a bite. Yeah, like Netflix should be, if they're going to do commercials, fucking just go free. Just go flat out free so you can do, okay, like like they have Hawaii Five O. Throw the, you know where the commercial breaks are going to go in those yeah. spots. It's right at the height of all, like, oh, my God, there's a car chase. Dun, dun, dun. Commercial. You know, yeah. if you're going to do that, it, then, then fine. F- make it free. Make yourself like a, mm-hmm. like a nice little online channel where you get all the commercials and all the ad revenue that way. But for the people who are paying the nine bucks a month, it's commercial free. You get, you get the Netflix original programming. Yeah. You, like, you want commercials? You want the free? Fine. But you're not going to get Orange to do black. Yeah. You're not going to get Daredevil. You want that? Fuck you. Pay me. Yeah. Like I, that's. Uh, but don't tell me I'm paying ten bucks a month and I got to sit through a commercial right before fucking Daredevil. Hey, look, Pearl Vision for Daredevil. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> LASIK. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. One need to look. It's P ninety. It's, it's P ninety X sponsoring Daredevil. Like you know. Yeah. Like, fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little hot on that one. All right. <laughs> Ed's like, ah Ed's been angry. Sean's been angry. Have you got uh, anything to make me angry? No, unfortunately, oh. I don't. But here's another one That'll for you, Sean. That'll be the Gemini hologram release. Yes. You're a video game player. Oh, uh, well, yes, I am, Ed. <laughs> Do you consider some games to be great games <laughs> that should be put on a little pedestal and admired from a distance? Eh, not really. All right. Well, there's a video game Hall of Fame coming out. Ah, fuck you! <laughs> oh, look, here's Pac-Man. <laughs> and the first class oh, of Pac-Man. of uh, of. Um... Oh, oh! Don't tell me! Don't tell me! If I had to go first class of video games, yeah, I'm gonna go Pong, mm-hmm. um, Space Invaders, Defender, Pac-Man, Galaga, Centipede, Asteroids, Donkey Kong. You only got two out of the list. Fuck. <laughs> Pong and Pac-Man, obviously, were the two okay. that you picked. The other one is Super Mario Brothers. And that, no, no, that should be that should be like year two because okay. you have to you have to do Donkey Kong before you get to Super Mario Brothers. That's what I'm saying, right? You know, <laughs> the other games are Tetris, okay. Doom, and World of Warcraft. Oh, you know what? I'm okay with that whole class, really? except, except for Super Mario Brothers. I believe that Donkey Kong should come before Super Mario Brothers, only in the natural progression of things like. If it wasn't for Donkey Kong, you wouldn't have the idea to do Super Mario Bros. Right. So I kind of feel like that deserves its place first. But yeah, okay, World of Warcraft, yes, because that is kind of like the granddaddy of the MMOs. Yes. All right, fine. Pac-Man, obviously. Pong, because it's the first video game. Uh, what was the other ones? 
Uh, Doom and Tetris. Okay, Doom. Uh, okay, Tetris, yes, because Tetris is fucking addicted. Really? <laughs> and Doom, sure. But, I mean, I would debate Doom versus Castle Wolfenstein. Right, because Castle Wolfenstein is the They're original. both kind of around the same time. I'm right. But uh, I, I would say Wolfenstein maybe have a little bit more of an edge than Doom, but... It could be, you know. I think that's well. That's, the, the, that's like that's like that's the thing that like, this uh, the cent, the International Center of Historical Electronic Games has decided, you know, of course, open it to the masses. But they were they wanted they basically did the first class themselves because they wanted to go through all the decades of games and and pick a, 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 a wide variety. Oh, okay. It's not just like we're going to go with the originals and here you go. Oh, okay, so the, probably the reason blah, 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 why blah. they picked Super Mario Brothers because it was in the eighties, right? Or like the like the Early 90s. Yeah. Or, or actually, no, late 80s. Late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, but when um, Pac-Man is more uh, early 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I'd still... Actually, Pac-Man's more 70s. But... Is it? Like yeah, you're 70s, right. More 70s. 70s. So yeah. they probably did 60s for Pong, 70s for Pac-Man, 80s for Su- uh, Super Mario Brothers, 90s for Doom, you know, 2000 for World of Warcraft. Craft, right, yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, whatever. I mean, okay. Would you? Where? Where is this place located? Uh, My mother's part. basement. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's where all good gaming systems should be. <laughs> you know, it doesn't say really. I don't think I don't Google. see it here. But uh, they, you know, they had they had a, a wide list of candidates that they were trying to go through. Uh, like like Halo and FIFA were on there, and Space uh, Invaders. I, I would say okay. I would, Oregon Trail was another one. <laughs> that classic uh, word game right. that everybody uh, plays. I would sit there and go. I would accept Halo, okay, in the, in, as as a first rent contender because, in my opinion, that's the first. That's the granddaddy of multiplayer games, mm-hmm. especially for consoles. I, I would kind of go, all right, you're in. Like if I was the bouncer of that that club. I'd let him in. Nice. Rochester, New York. Rochester? <laughs> yes, sir. Rochester? Okay. I'm, wow. That's an old reference. That's an old reference. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just showed my age. <laughs> that's even before your time. Right? I know. I saw reruns. Um, I would go to Rochester, New York, New York to go to the video okay. game hall of fame. I'd wait another, like, five years and blah, blah, blah. Well, I, I wouldn't. I, no, I would want to do the first year run, yeah. like the first, like at the premiere opening, so I can sit there and go, "Oh my God, could you smell the desperation in that room?" <laughs> like just a waft of just kind of nerd, yeah, play, like like, and plus it to be something historic. It's yeah. like you know, like to be there for the inaugural year of you know, like video game culture. Right. That's it's about true. a five and a half hour drive. <laughs> That's all right. They'll do it in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I always hour div- and a half. I always divide my my factors by two, like Scotty. I would get there in two and a half hours. <laughs> uh, two hours and fifteen minutes. It is all the hell the way up there. It's up by. Uh, it's it's <coughs> close to Niagara. Yeah. Niagara. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Buffalo, New York. Do some sightseeing while you're, while you're up there. Grab some wings of Buffalo, New York. Just hang out at the falls in Niagara, and next thing you know, you're playing fucking video games with people around the world, eh? There you go. <laughs> All right, can I bring in the last article? Okay, this is going to be the last article. All right. Yes, because I'm looking at the time, Ed. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> See? Oh. Okay, my article has to do with nerd rage. Nerd rage. Nerd rage and how some people react to it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> this is courtesy of, I'm um, going to just, you know, Geek Tyrant. 
as you know, this past week, one of the big articles was that they're rebooting Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. <laughs> starring The Rock. Okay. Now, I love Big Trouble in Little China. Yes. I also love The Rock. So I'm not too upset about this. Okay. Okay. Now, I would like to see maybe them do a sequel into a reboot. Like, you kind of have, like, um, Kurt Russell yeah. in the movie and Rock in the movie. And, like, like a little crossover. Yeah. And next thing you know, like, Passing of the Torch right. kind of thing. And then it's, it becomes the Rock's franchise. Right. But, of course, being the internet, people fucking flip out over shit like this. Yes. We've all done it. Yeah. I mean, Erica. Fucking Jim. Exactly. Ed, Tron. Disgusting. You know, me, anything. <laughs> you know? But I'm a man, I won't admit that. I'm a little crazy. I'm yeah. a to admit that. Yeah. So, someone, I gotta be honest, a fan reached out to John Carpenter. Now, John Carpenter is the guy who directed Big Trouble in Little China. Right. <clears throat> he's, um, this guy, I'm gonna say his name was Brett R. Smith. So, if he's a fan... Oh, you're in the hot seat, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) He actually finds a way to get in contact with director John Carpenter and Facebook message him. Okay. Now this is, this is the exchange. Okay. Brett is, can you explain this, please? Don't you own the rights? A statement would be nice. And the statement is basically the article that he links to Mm -hmm. is big trouble, little China remake with the rock coming from den of geek. Uh, director John Carpenter responds, 20th Century Fox owns the rights. Okay. Then this guy, Brett, replies, are you at all involved with this? Have they reached out to you to direct, to direct or produce? John there, are, John, there are a whole lot of people out there. All of a sudden, who the fuck are you to call him John? Yeah. Yeah. Like, are, you, are, you, are you friends with him? Well, obviously, if he, if he Facebook messages. Well, I mean, you could just be like a random thing. I mean, yeah. some people just respond to their... Right. You know, but I'm just saying, like, to John, uh, John, there are a whole lot of people out there who would love to hear from you on this. A sequel. <clears throat> a sequel I can get into. A remake? That's fucking sacrilege. Some things you just don't touch. Blade Runner, getting a sequel. Star Wars, getting sequels. This is uh, asinine. Send wisdom. John Carpenter's wisdom is, I only know what I read in the papers. I'm not involved in it. (laughs) (laughs) But then you can can see that this fucking dick is not happy with it. He pokes again. Like you can see that this guy, I swear to God, this guy's got to be the over... The angry comic book guy that lives in his fucking basement. This is what's pro- this summarizes what's wrong with the people on the internet, or at least our world of geeks and nerds. Uh-huh. So, like I said, his response is, "I only know what I read in the papers. I'm not involved with it." Like, dude, like, come on. First of all, why the fuck you've called me John? Again. You know, and that's going to be the second time he said, I'm "Not involved." <clears throat> right. So now Brett R. Smith comes back. Christ, is nothing sacred in that fucking viper pit of a town. I will not watch this movie. They bring back Miller for Max, but they don't bring you back for your characters. Your baby? This is like not bringing back John John for Conan. Or at least have you write it. I'm so sorry, John. I hope this changes. Hang tough. Love your brother. <laughs> John Carpenter's response. I'm doing fine. I didn't write the original one. 
No harm, no foul. <laughs> no. I mean, you know, I'm just sitting there. I'm like in tears reading this going. John Carpenter's kind of going, dude, chill out. Relax. It was a job. Thank you for being pissed off for me, but like, yeah, I'm like, not angry. Like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I, I'm living hot. Like, I don't need the cash. <laughs> like, I, I was like, ugh. Uh, I was just, I'm sitting there going, yeah, and of course, like, nerds around the world are like, oh, well, it's an outrage. Look, if the guy who created the th- thing is okay with it, then by all means, right. let it go. But let it go. Let, let it, it go. go. Uh, I mean, so there's that. You know, I, I just kind of hope that uh, everyone enjoyed the show. And let that be a lesson to you. Don't get your panties in a twitch over, twist over such insignificant things. You know? Yeah. Except Jim. <laughs> okay, sure. Or Tron. Or everything else. I mean, let's face it. If it wasn't for angry nerds, we'd have no jobs. <laughs> we'd have nothing to do on Sunday nights. <laughs> we'd have to post those crappy statements. Yes. God darn, gosh darn it, no, not a remake. All right. Anyway, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. This is Aquanet Radio and those apps. Don't forget to join us next week when we will give you more shit to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Something. (laughs) Something. In the meantime, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and like us. Or you can go to uh, Twitter and follow us there at at Geeksters. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Geeksters Radio. And don't forget, while you're hitting the like button on the Facebook page, go to the About button. So tell your friends where to download our podcast, which we do is basically for those people who don't know. We take the show, break it into three bite-sized pieces, and we throw a little something extra in for you. Mm. Ed and I do go back to 2-Bit Production Studios. We do a little intro, a little outro. Sometimes if I'm really tired, I get a little goofy. You know, <laughs> a little? Well, okay. You know. <laughs> anyway. Um, it's funny, funny to listen it's to Stumble. Like, you know, it's like, it's when it gets like 11 o'clock and he's like, Da, 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 da. Da. Yeah, so um, I get punch drunk. <laughs> so, um, but in the meantime, go to if, um, if you want to sh- get those podcasts, you can either go to the about button, or about hit the. I'm um, see, it's already happening. Uh. So those, you guys might want to get get these uh, downloads because I'm gonna be fucking loopy. <laughs> um, go to wordswithgeeks.com. Go to iTunes. To download the show. It's free. Don't cost right. nothing. And uh, I think But if you want to contact Sean oh, on anything right. we've talked about, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. If you want to contact Erica on anything you've heard or seen, you can contact her at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Eric with K. And if you want to contact Ed, contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. All right, we'll see you next week, folks. Bye! Well, there you have it, folks. That's it. Roughly about three hours of entertaining laugh a minute well we're like <laughs> laugh every five minutes we're gonna average it out <laughs> over the course of a, what technically is a three and a half hour show knock out some the, the ad time the music time i meant ad time <laughs> um we can pay for this how <laughs> uh no no we don't man <laughs> me from two dollar bills like just sitting there counting money no we don't get paid at all <laughs> Who threw that fifty dollars in there? <laughs> one day, one day we'll get paid. I keep seeing this ad popping up about like um, with Aisha Tyler. Apparently, it's like 
like char- some sort of charge for podcasting. I, I didn't really look into it. Yeah. I'm, I'm always thinking it's kind of like some a snow job of some sort. Right. You know? I saw that too. And I was just kind of like, I was thinking about bringing it to Nerd News. I'm like, nah, just stupid. Oh, did you actually read it? Yeah. I see. I just, I never get past the headline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those guys. Yeah, I'm not only. It makes other. no sense. That's why I didn't. Oh, like, uh, okay. Yeah. Wow, if you're saying it makes no sense, that's a really bad article. <laughs> yeah, so uh, there you have it, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you do want to catch us live, we not only do we appreciate you downloading the podcast because we do realize we want you to have uh, access to us wherever and whenever you can. But if you ever have the time on a Sunday night from about 6 p.m. Eastern Standard, from about 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can catch us live. On AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. And while you're at it, since I feel like we've gotten close after 141 episodes, plus, actually, if you think about it, because every every one episode is three episodes. Yes. So, you know, we're probably in the two, 225 range. <laughs> we're in the 300 range. We're in the 300 range. So I to, see, I'm me bad math. <laughs> I'm no me no go with math. <laughs> So there's also some bonus episodes. That's right. Spoilerific episodes. If you haven't listened to our Avengers spoiler episode, there's yeah. that. Or our, our Lord of the, the Hobbit was a very popular one. Well, right. Uh, um, so yeah, yeah you, there's 141 episodes of of regular stuff, but there's also side stuff too. You know, because we'd like to make sure you get a little something something on the side. That's right. So uh, you know, but uh, you can go to our Facebook page to show us your appreciation for the hard work of over. 500 hours worth of content. <laughs> You're like, yeah. 300 hours. Plus 300, you know, plus so, give or take. So a half hour here and there more. Yeah, we've had some... you know, one of those podcasts, I think it was like two and a half hours yeah. of us babbling. <laughs> so, you know, like I would say we were probably up in the four or 500 range of yeah. hours. Yeah. You know, us babbling. So, yeah, so if you want more, you know. Like you're doing now. <laughs> yeah. Just go to Facebook and give us a like to show us that you appreciate it. We appreciate you. Right. Go to and, Geeks Radio there. Go to Geeksters Radio on Facebook, hit the like button. And to tell your friends about us is one thing, but to direct them to our page and tell them to hit the About button so they can find out where they can download their own copy of the show, you can either you can find it there on the About page or wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes. Yeah, it doesn't cost them. It's free. It's all free. free. Oh, it's free because you're a good boy. You're a good boy. It's free. <laughs> you can also uh, follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters or Instagram at, at Geeksters Radio. And yes, and if I'm like, uh, oh, emails. <laughs> if you want to contact Ed on anything you heard or seen on our Facebook page, because now you're going to go say it and look at it and hit the like button, you can contact him at Ed at, ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. And that is Erica with a K. So uh, tune in next week, folks, where we bring you movie reviews, Maybe some TV reviews, some news articles, and whatever wackiness ensues next week. Whatever shit we pull out of our ass, basically. I, I make this shit up. We are a non-scripted show and never know what's going to happen next week. That's right. So uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Bye. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. Well, but you're still a good boy. You're a good boy. <laughs>